Blog Talk Radio. You have tuned in to the Sports Docket with Ace Man and the Cross. The best sports radio show on Blog Talk Radio. Big gap in left center field. Everybody playing very deep as right hits one deep to left field. Hitley back near the wall. It's out of here! The Mets win the ball game! David Wright with a two-out, two-run walk-off home run in the bottom of the night. And the Mets win it five to three. Puck controlled. But Devils unable to clear. Diving play by Girardi to keep it in. Shanahan to Girardi. In front, just missed by Gomez, who was cutting to the net. Tootin kept it in. Girardi to Gomez. He scores! Scotty Gomez! It's a power play goal! Rangers lead 1-0. Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning stays on his feet. Airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Oh my God. This ball's thrown and Tyree just goes up for it like a basketball player. Harrison trying to knock it down. And Eli, man, I don't know how he got out of there. I thought he was on the ground and, and then he came out of the pile and just slings it. Live from Lindbrook and Brooklyn, New York. This is the Sports Docket Radio Show with Ace Man and the Quas on Blog Talk Radio. Hello and good evening to all here and welcome to episode number 47 of the Sports Docket with Ace Man and the Quas. A great day in New York football today with the Jets and Giants getting victories over the Chiefs and the Steelers respectively. A homecoming win this weekend for Mylenburg Owls and the Rangers vs. Islanders matchup at the Coliseum tomorrow night. Much, much more here on the docket. I'm Steve Ackerman. And I'm Ethan Klossman. And once again, as Stephen alluded to, of course, great comeback win for both the Jets and the Giants today. The Jets improving to 4-3. and three. The Giants 6-1, and one, being the 5-1 and one Steelers. So if that's going to be a preview of the Super Bowl, the Giants have the upper hand. Um, and again, Stephen, you're at the Jets game today. Uh, what was your reaction uh, being at the game? Oh, well, yeah, exciting day at the Meadowlands today. My first Jet game in a couple of years, so I was excited to be there. Uh, sitting in the corner of the end zone where Coles caught his touchdown at the end of the game, so a very exciting game here at, at today at the Meadowlands. But, uh, well, first of all, what I, my thoughts about this game, I mean, the Jets do get a win. Uh, it was uh, sort of an ugly win. I mean, obviously it wasn't a pretty game. If you have to uh, score a touchdown on the winning drive against the Chiefs, uh, <laughs> it should have been an easy win for the Jets. It wasn't an easy win. Uh, they pulled the Houdini, I guess, at the end with uh, Favre to deliver on his Coles, the circus catch in the corner of the end zone, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Jets walk away with the win. But I'll tell you one thing right now, Quas. Uh, next week, uh, the Jets, if they play in Buffalo like they've been playing the last two weeks against Kansas City and Oakland, this, that game will be over by halftime. Buffalo, <laughs> after a bad loss to Miami today, um, you can be sure that Buffalo is going to be on their A game next week. Uh, Dick Duran knows how to handle that team. Uh, Buffalo is a very qual- they're a quality team, tough to beat at Buffalo. If the Jets don't step up their game, they're not going to win next week in Buffalo. You know what's good? I don't know about that. I mean, the Jets right now winners of three or four uh, going into that game at Buffalo. Uh, 
and Brett Favre finally gets his signature moment as a New York Jets with that comeback win. I don't know. I mean, all right, but it looks all good. Yeah, you say three out of the last four wins, everything looks good. You know, Favre is tied for second in the NFL with 15 touchdowns. It all looks good and everything, but at the same time, think of it this way. The last two games against Oakland and Kansas City, the Jets played two very sloppy games. Uh, they're not clicking on all cylinders. They had enough today to get the win. But last week in Oakland was a disgrace. Should have won that game. Uh, the last two games, Brett Favre only two touchdown passes with five interceptions. Um, they're just, just making one too many mistakes right now. Uh, they got lucky today. They won the game. I mean, they didn't play a terrible game today, but um, definitely could have played better. Um, the defense you know, they, they got to start running the ball a little bit more. Uh, the Jets have to start running the ball a little bit more. Um, yeah, people are going to say, well, Favre, you know, he's a, he's a future Hall of Famer. He should, uh, he should be throwing 50 times a game. Well, he should be throwing, but when the running game for the Jets gets 125 yards, but they only get the ball 15 times, I mean, obviously your running game is working, but you're not using it enough. So uh, they got to start running the ball a little bit more and gotta start, and Favre's got to start playing a little bit better. Uh, to call in and share your comments on the Giants and the Jets comeback victory today, as well as, of course, the Hockey Locals, Rangers, and Devils. Me and Steve will also talk politics with you as well, uh, of course, for the election. Yeah, we'll get into politics, of course. We'll get uh, we'll, uh, yeah, a week from this Tuesday will be the election, and we will have a new president in the United States, whether yeah, it's McCain or Obama, listen to find out to who we yeah. think is going to be the president. Well, we will see. Uh, if you can call in at one six four six four seven eight five one one eight, and we'll put you right on the air. You can also aim Stephen at Mets Fanatic nine ten. You can aim myself at Go Talk to Quas. Uh, let's get back to this Jets game here, a pivotal game. Uh, the Jets did trail this game uh, pretty much the entire game, and you know we, we expected. The, I mean, a lot of the experts, actually, one expert picked the Jets to win twenty seven nothing, and of course the defense didn't. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, yeah, it was a good game. The Jets showed some toughness in winning this game, but should have been easier. Should have been easier. That was the only point. Um, I mean, it was a fourth quarter, I think, about eight minutes left maybe in the fourth quarter. Uh, the Jets were in the red zone, uh, third and goal, I believe. Favre throws it right into the hands of, um, you know, the defensive back on the Chiefs. Uh, he goes 90 yards for a touchdown, and that's just a killer right there. I mean, if you don't have anybody open, throw it away, take three points. You just cannot throw these picks, especially uh, in the red zone when you're going to get points. So, I mean, this can't happen. Well, the Jets definitely did play to win the game today. No question about that. The Jets, uh, yeah. they won the game. That was the main point. Uh, let's see uh, what, a week in, uh, what a week of practice can do next week for this team against the Buffalo Bills. Now let's get to the Giants a little bit. The New York Giants with a huge win today as well. Um Beat a very good Pittsburgh Steelers team, 21 to 14 at Heinz Field. So that's that really was the first main test I would say for the Giants this year, and they passed that test. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, if the Giants, you know, um, had a few possessions early in the game uh, at the goal line, couldn't punch the ball in uh, from the goal line, uh, could, so they settled for three on one drive, didn't score on another drive when they were at the one yard line, had a few chances to pound it in, didn't do it. But at the same time, dominant performance by this defense, getting to Ben Roethlisberger the entire game. Mm-hmm. They finally came through with a touchdown at the end with Kevin Boss. They got a safety on a terrible snap by James uh, Harrison, who was uh, the backup uh, backup long snapper for the for the Steelers. 
I mean, the Giants with a very well-played road game in Pittsburgh get the W. Definitely, and one guy who was happier probably than anybody after this game was the Giants owner Ernie Corsi, who of course uh, um, picked Man- or traded for Manning over Ben Roethlisberger in the draft five years ago. And of course, Manning overshadowed Roethlisberger with his touchdown with the Super Bowl, uh, and of course, touchdown pass uh, to win it uh, last year. And now uh, in this game, uh, Manning overshadows Roethlisberger again. Again, the Giants didn't score. Uh, without a field goal until um, in the fourth quarter uh, when the, the, the pass to Kevin Boss for two yards. And the extra point by Carney was good for seven points, and the Giants took the lead. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Burgers weren't going for Pittsburgh. Roethlisberger with a bad overall game. The punter Burger uh, couldn't catch the ball in the end zone. So uh, the, they were allergic to the Burgers today. Uh, in Pittsburgh, uh, the Giants get that much-needed W. Yeah, well, I wouldn't know about much needed, but uh, well, I mean, especially with the Cowboys. Well, this is a big win. I'll tell you why. Because the Cowboys win today, the, the Eagles win today, and, and the Redskins uh, win today. The so the Giants the Eagles won. Their lead. The Eagles won. The Giants are six and one. Uh, you, can, you could say they are the best team in the NFC, but we'll see what happens. Uh, that division is tough. I mean, now we have each team at least uh, two games over, with the uh, last place um, Eagles also winning over the Falcons 27-14. But that's going to be a very tough division. It's interesting to see who comes on top in the NFC East. Yeah. As for, as for the Jets, the Jets uh, gains on Buffalo. They uh, beat Chad Pennington coming up huge. Buffalo, yeah, like I mentioned at the beginning, a bad loss for Buffalo. They lose it in Miami 25-16. to um, They're just uh, basically uh, – Buffalo had 16-7 to lead in this game, and the Dolphins put up uh, 18 unanswered. So the Dolphins uh, get that win in Miami. The Dolphins now three and four. Uh, who would have thought <laughs> halfway into the season, Dolphins have the same record as the, as the Jaguars? <laughs> I mean, uh, the Dolphins, you know, could surprise some people. They could be in the yeah, uh, wild card at the end. We'll see. Yeah, the East is also a tough division, and somehow the uh, Patriots keep on winning. Of course, they play in the Rams, probably the team with the worst defense in the NFL today. Uh, New England on top, 23-16, winning that game. Uh, Castle was, he wasn't Tom Brady, but he was good enough uh, to win it for the Patriots, who beat the uh, Rams 23 And you know what, though? The Rams playing their best ball in about three years. I mean, uh, ever since uh, you know, Jim Haslip became the coach, I mean, they've been playing with a little bit of fire. They gave the Patriots a run for their money today. It was tied at 16 uh, the last few minutes of the game, but then the Patriots' Castle hooks up with Falk. Beautiful 15-yard pass. Beautiful catch by Falk at the end there. Uh, the Patriots get that victory like they always do, it seems like. Uh, Patriots now 5-2 and two on the season without Brady, without Maroney. Uh, I mean, uh, the, they just find a way to win all the time. And uh, uh, give praise to Bill Belichick. He deserves it. So the Jets could beat the Bills next week, theoretically, and the Patriots would lose. Uh, or that would force a, a tie, a three-way tie, between the Jets, Patriots, and Bills going into week 10. So that, okay. that, should, that should be a lot of fun. Uh, well, that's, well uh, yeah, there's a lot of NFL going on today. We'll have to get to that a little bit later in the show. I uh, just want to remind everybody, of course, uh, if you're listening at home, the number is 646-478-5118. Feel free to call anytime during the show. Whatever opinions or comments you may have for us, we'll gladly accept them on the air. And also, um, you know, big day in the NFL, but there's also a lot of other sports to get to. Yeah, you got to get to the hockey. 
Uh, well, let's get to the World Series here. Um, of course, it's been a pretty. I, I think it's been a pretty exciting postseason so far. Uh, you have the Rays, who came out of nowhere this season. Uh, the World Series and a great seven-game series against the Red Sox. Game five of that series was absolutely unbelievable. The Red Sox coming back seven nothing down, but the Rays mm-hmm. do finish off that series. And the Philadelphia Phillies have been nothing but impressive in the postseason. Two fairly easy wins. Uh, they win in four games against the Brewers. They win in five games against the Dodgers. And now up 2-1 to one here in the World Series against Philly. Against uh, Tampa Bay, I should say. Right now, third inning. Philly up one nothing. so we'll keep you posted on that if anything happens. As a Met fan, Quas. as a Met fan. Yes. we got to be hoping that... Uh, the Phillies uh, find a way to <coughs> collapse. Uh, well, I don't know if two games to one will be a collapse, but, I mean, after the first two games, when they went one for 28 with runners in scoring position, I mean, as a Mets fan, you got to be watching those games with glee. And you're seeing the Phillies, every time they come up in a big spot, they can't make anything happen. Not to mention, they set a new World Series record going 0 for 19 uh, in their first 19 at-bats with runners in scoring position. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, got, I, I don't know. If the, I mean, Ryan Howard finally broke, broke out of his slump the last two games. And game well, yeah, I mean, uh, nobody in the first three games, nobody scored more than four runs in this series. So, yeah, well, pitching, pitching, pitching. For the Rays, there's three and four hitters, Longoria and Upton, I believe, mm-hmm. combined to 0 for 22 in the series as Upton just grounds out here at shortstop. So now make oh, that over well, actually 0 for 25, I believe, because, huh. <laughs> First time around they got out, and now second time. So, uh, just a, it's a big struggle right now for the Rays. Uh, the Rays got to find some lightning in the bottle. Yeah, got to do that. Uh, it's they big, uh, big, night, big, big. And we'll get more into this World Series a little bit later in the show. Um, of course, we'll update you on that game. And also, the last big story right now is uh, the NHL. Uh, the Rangers oh. will play the Islanders tomorrow night, as Aceman will be attending that game. Aceman's going to a lot of games nowadays. Yeah, Aceman is, uh, he's, I'm on a good streak right now with the games. Uh, I mean, I uh, got these free jet tickets today. I got these free Islander tickets last week, and now I got. I actually bought these tickets, though. So, uh, yay for me. At least I'm not that spoiled. <laughs> but at least I, I bought these tickets uh, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, at the Coliseum. It'll be the Rangers at the Islanders. How about Rangers going for the nineteenth Saturday night hockey games? Rangers uh, yes, I did see Saturday night's game. Of course, uh, Devils losing their second straight to the Flyers, and the Rangers with another win, an impressive win, keeping that momentum going. Rangers what have seventeen points now. I mean, no one had first any in the conference. I never thought I'd see today. Well, it's, it's early. It's, it's still. Uh, I mean, yeah, it is early. By the way, if you guys, if uh, you happen to miss the end of those two games, uh, really, uh, really bizarre endings in both games. Uh, the Rangers down, Rangers down 2-1, pulled uh, Henrik Lundqvist with less than a minute to go. Um, after the Penguins get a chance, they miss the open net. Volpeople Crosby misses the open net. Rangers come down the ice. Nicky Zherdev with a wrist shot into the top corner. Seven seconds to go. Ties the game. Rangers win that game in a shootout. So, um... That is theft. Two points right there. Yeah, Steven, now what about the play? I mean, it can't go out notice. Nikolai Zetterov, uh, in the first, you know, 20 games for the Rangers, somehow, he's been incredible. 
Uh, Nikki Zhedov, I mean, yeah, first uh, handful of games this season. Um, well, had a great game, game my bad. Columbus against his old squad, had three points in that game, and then uh, came back at home with the game-tying goal, and then Freddie Schustrom in the shootout gets the game-winner. And now in the Islander game, uh, not a good result for them, but an exciting game against the Carolina Hurricanes. The Islanders, who trailed 4-1 in that game, cut it to 4-3, and then with a second left of the game, Doug Waite forces a penalty shot, but unfortunately for the Islanders, he misses that penalty shot. So that close to tying that game after being down three goals. So at least they show some fight as the Islanders try to get their season underway as they have not gone off to a good start. Well, see, let's go over to the Devils game. Did you happen to catch the end of that game? Uh... I did. Uh, the Flyers, Jeff Carter, of course, with that overtime winner. Uh, the Flyers, who have got off to a good playing better. Before uh, Jeff Carter would score that winning goal for Philadelphia, uh, apparently a fan dropped a missile on, uh, near the Devils. Um, really? What do you want to call it? Near the Devils dugout there. Uh, he dropped a missile onto the field and let some gas out, and the fan apparently evacuated from the uh, state or huh, from the stadium. He dropped this uh, some sort of missile, and uh, Mark Chamberdor said, uh, you know. That, uh, that the players' eyes were starting to flare up on their, on their team. I don't know what they were doing missile, wow. but... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I suppose in their coverage, uh, missile was dropped uh, from, a, uh, one of, a, from a fanatic Philly fan, and uh, then about 10 seconds later, or about 30 seconds later, Carter would score the winning goal of the doors. Uh, I don't know if that was... I mean, I don't know if the NHL should investigate that, but... I did, did not hear about that, uh... Uh, uh, no, uh, no one heard about Rocky it. In Philly, you don't know that. For, uh, sure. <laughs> they don't know what can happen in Philly, that's for sure. But uh, that's uh, kind of a weird train of events. It happened, yeah, a little uh, weird that uh, something would be thrown on the bench like that uh, and go on the ice surface. But, uh, yeah, think more to that story. And uh, with the NHL, yeah, that stuff like that has been happening, of course. Uh, unfortunately, at the beginning of the season, the Ranger prospect. Sharapanov uh, passed away in a Russia in a game, uh, which uh, yeah, was, old, he was talking to Yalmer Yager before. Hockey's got to tighten up here a little bit. Uh, yeah, with the security and stuff. Definitely. Well, the kid was 17 years old, and uh, he was just talking yeah, to Yalmer Yager and kind of had a heart attack. Terrible news. All right, you know what? Um, it's time for a little break here on the docket. Uh, we'll take your phone calls, of course. Get more into this hockey, uh, this Ranger Island game tomorrow. We'll preview that. We'll also do a little bit more recap on the NFL and uh, preview next week's Jets and Giants game. And take your phone calls if you got any. And take your phone calls. We'll go maybe a little bit MLB hot stove if we have time. So, yeah, give us the phone calls, one six four six. And we'll give our predictions for the New York Knicks who start October 29th against the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah, we'll see with the Knicks. It'll be interesting, at the yeah, least, to say with the Knicks. I mean, who knows what to expect at this point. You can't expect playoffs. You can't expect anything good. But, uh, you know, I, you got to think of it this way, right? At least you got one positive in the Knicks. They can't go any further than they've been. They can't go <laughs> they can't, they can't, can't any, be any worse. worse. Can't be any worse, that's for sure. I don't think they could be any worse. We'll take a quick break right after this. When I was a kid, I used to hit rocks over this creek in my backyard. 
guess you could say I'm still hitting rocks. But now, it's out of other people's yards. There are many roads to the show. What will yours be? MLB 08 The Show. Nothing gets you closer. Rated E for everyone. Only on PlayStation. Getting picked number one by Phil is what every player dreams of. He spends whatever it takes. I'll take the big one. I'll take two. <laughs> he treats you like you're part of the family. So, Ladanian, I understand you led the league in rushing last oh, year. Oh, great. Just can't wait to make me look at you, Dad. And he's so focused on the team. I this guy up on waivers, but if I do, I'll have three wide <laughs> Maybe a little too focused. Sign up Fantasy Football on FoxSports.com. The new fantasy home to LT and focused owners like Phil. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> the Sports Docket is your source for pigskins, pucks, and pointers. Keep your internet radio locked into the sports docket with Ace Man and the Quas throughout the NFL, NHL, and NBA seasons. Right now, she's probably slow dancing with a beach blonde tramp, and she's probably getting thirsty. Right now, he's probably buying her some fruity little drink, cause she can't shoot whiskey. Right now, he's probably up behind her with a blue stick, showing her how to shoot a combo. Right now, it is 9.21 on a Sunday night in New York City. We are back here on the Sports Docket with Ace and Laquas. Yeah, we are taking your phone calls, 646-478-5118. And what's the World Series update, Steve? Right now, it's one nothing Philly still, but Philly's running. Runners at first and third and nobody out. Uh, I'll keep you updated on that as the, uh, the inning goes along. Right now, Pat Burrell up to the plate, so... And it looks like he pops out the shortstop, so it's first and third with one out now. So, big out for the uh, race. Uh, so, we got a lot to talk about, of course. Uh, it was a big day in sports. Uh, do you want to recap the rest of the day here in the NFL, Quas? Uh, uh, well, Quas, uh, uh, recap our picks for week eight. How did we well, both We're going to get to the picks later. Uh, get to the so picks later. I don't want to spoil that yet. Uh, we'll get to that in about eight minutes. You want to get into this election here, this presidential election, Obama McCain here. Presidential election, well, I mean, both of us, our votes don't count, but uh, if you were to vote, I mean, I got to vote for the guy who's got the seven-point lead right now. That is Barack Obama. And what are your reasons? Well, uh, I just think that he's, uh, he, obviously, he um, his platform seems to make more sense uh, with the economic crisis that's going on right now. I mean, I don't go for his whole sharing the wealth thing. I think McCain is um, 
think McCain is uh, fabricating that, but I think that uh, he has uh, some good. Uh, I'm for his universal health care plan first and foremost. I don't think it's going to hurt uh, the rich um, class like he, like McCain continues to assist. And I like his, uh, his his attitude on foreign policy. I don't think he associates with terrorists like everyone seems to say. And I think he uh, he he has a better idea of what Washington needs right now as opposed to uh, McCain and Palin. Good points, Quas. Good points. Well, I'm actually going with Obama too if I had a vote. Uh, well, first of all, I'll start uh, with Obama. First of all, um. You know, of course, uh, I would say um, McCain, due to age, and Obama, dude, just because he is uh, another race, of course, he's African-American, I would say that they have about the same chance of dying in office due to McCain's age and the chance that Obama might get assassinated, well. which would be about 10%, as according to studies. But other than that, so first of all, I mean, you know, uh, life is something you have to take, uh, you have to appreciate. And you don't know uh, anything could happen. So if anything would happen, I first of all think Joe Biden would be uh, more ready than Sarah Palin, not because of sex, but because I just think he has more experience and seems to know more he's talking about. I mean, really, what has Sarah Palin said except for, uh, you know, let's drill, baby, drill, and, uh, you know, let's get more oil and so we don't have to do anything about foreign oil. What has she said about the economy? I haven't heard anything. So I think, first of all, Joe Biden's more ready if something would happen. And second of all, uh, with Obama's issues, I mean, the universal health care plan, I mean, if he actually would do it, a very good idea with all those poor families not getting health care. It's one of the most important things you need in life is health insurance. When you get old and sick and uh, you need uh, Medicare, uh, you know, the government needs to be there for everybody. So that would be good if that can actually happen. And also... Uh, my friends, <laughs> um, Barack Obama's tax plan, yes, I mean, it could be a little bit unfair to the upper class, but 90% of America is the middle class and is the lower class. Um, so, you know, cutting taxes or keeping them the same is uh, very curing out the economy. I mean, obviously the economy is the biggest issue. Uh, the economy needs to be fixed. I think Obama has more of an idea about the economy. And part of starting the fixing of the economy is getting out of Iraq, which Obama would do faster than McCain. So my vote right now would be for Barack Obama. And uh, we're back. Just had a slight glitch with the BTR. So we're back on. Yeah, we, hopefully you guys caught uh, Stephen's Obama monologue there. As he was well, sorry, sorry for the uh, technical difficulties. Yeah, uh, I, got, I lost uh, for a second. Uh, well, my main point with Obama was that, uh, you know, his health care, his uh, views on the economy, and getting out of Iraq would be the main reasons why I would vote for him. Definitely. Uh, I agree with you. I mean, oh yeah, I, I forgot to mention Iraq before. 
Obviously, you want to get out there as quick as possible. And yeah, obviously, Iraq and foreign policy is a big issue in this country right now. And um, I think, you know, look at this way. We've been in Iraq, what, since about 2002? And right away, you know, Barack Obama was uh, against the war in Iraq, right? Six years later, I mean, uh, maybe things have improved slightly in Iraq with a democracy and elections and everything. But what have we gained from it, really? What have we gained? Well, All we are is we're given ten billion. We're given ten billion dollars a month uh, into this war, and not, you know, we're losing troops. So, what exactly. really are we gaining out of this, except for making them, a, you know, trying to make their country better? Well, I mean, yeah. we shouldn't have to worry about them. We should worry about ourselves. We're, they're not our problem. You know what I'm saying? And the Phillies are up to nothing now. Uh, over the yep, Devil Rays. Yep, nothing. Philadelphia oh, still the early. Rays, I just said Devil Rays. I'm, I'm living in 2007. <laughs> the Rays, Tampa Bay Rays. Philly yeah, the Rays nothing. are in danger here. The Rays are in danger for them behind three games to one. I mean, the Rays actually have never really been behind in the series uh, so far, so interesting to see what, what they how they would react being behind two games in the series. Hopefully they won't. Hopefully they'll come back tonight. Again, they're playing in the bandbox Citizens Bank ballpark, so it's going to be tough, uh, especially with um, Joe Blanton, who's been arguably the Phillies' second-best pitcher uh, in, the, in the postseason thus far behind Cole Hamels, who is the NLCS MVP. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Phillies, once again, have the bases loaded with uh, just one out, so uh, Tim Bay in a little bit of trouble here. Actually, I'll correct myself, two outs and bases loaded. But Joe Blandon is your batter, so we'll see if Tim Bacon out of this gym. Once again, the number is 646-478-5118. Our phones are not ringing off the hook tonight. There's something wrong here. Uh, we need some phone calls. Come on, guys. Call in. We got to say, uh, the show is supposed to be for you. So let's just see what you guys have to say, all right? Yeah, a lot of stuff. We got, um, of course, with the, uh, the World Series and the NFL. Giants and Jets, what's not to like? Uh... Both of them with big wins today, big comeback victories. Uh, the Giants... Uh, Inning is over in Philadelphia. Pop out to uh, the first baseman, Carlos Pena. 2 nothing Philadelphia going top four here. So the Philly, so 2 nothing uh, they head to the top of the fourth inning. So let's see uh, what's going to... Uh, let's see if the Rays can come back here. Of course, still plenty of time. But with Blanton going, then again, that Phillies bullpen and Brad Lidge, uh, who's... Uh, I, Brad Lidge has been pretty much untouchable. Has he given, has he given up? Uh, I know he hasn't blown a save, uh, but has he even um, I don't believe he's given up a run. I don't, I, I don't think so. Pretty sure he wow. hasn't. Uh, that's uh, pretty incredible. Of course, the Phillies, even though they did lose uh, that second game, did score two runs in the ninth uh, to come back against uh, the, the young kid, David Price. What about Price? Uh, he's been he's really been, amazing. Yeah, this kid. This kid uh, I mean, the guy came up came, in September and he closed out the ALCS. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he came in with uh, not much of a track record. People haven't heard of this kid, and then he, and then uh, I'm sure he'll get a much bigger price to his name after the season's over. So we'll see what happens <laughs> with David Price. A nice, nice joke there, uh, Cross. A uh, bigger yeah, price. Yeah, well, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. <laughs> David Price, and then you add a price to his name. So yeah. I mean, uh, David Price, I mean, he's not paying the price right now. He's doing uh, very good with the uh, Rays. I mean, everybody everybody seems to be uh, 
you know, Joe Madden just seems to be pushing the right buttons all year with this team. And now they have to find a way to win tonight's game or else they're not going to win the series down 3-1. At least that's my opinion. Uh, well, they got one more game in Philadelphia in the last two. But, yeah, the odds are not in But the 07 Red Sox, we know what happened with that. Uh, of course, they beat the Indians, and we all know, of course, what happened with the 2004 Boston Red Sox. Well, in the World Series, it's a little, it's a little different playing field, especially since the Rays never been behind. They were up two games in front of the White Sox. Um, I guess we could get into the, we'll get into the picks now uh, for week nine. I'll kind of do it on the fly. Um as for our standings, um, well, you know, let's just yet... uh, take a quick commercial break, and then uh, we'll get into these uh, picks on the docket. Of course, the number to call six four six four seven eight five one one eight. Give us your phone calls. We'll be right back. We'll be back right after this. He popped him up. He's gonna get it. Rocious down from third. Rocious makes the catch. Ball game over. A perfect game. A perfect game for David Cohn. There is deal. Fastball hit in the air to left field. That's deep. That goes Chavez back near the wall. Leaping and he made the catch. He took a home run away from Roland. Trying to get back to first essence. He's doubled off. And the inning is over. Broken back foul ball off the right side. And the barrel of a bat came out to Clemens. And he picks it up and throws it back. And Piazza's walking out toward the mound. And now the whole plate umpire, Charlie Rutherford, gets in between them. Piazza points to himself. And so does Clemens. In the air to deep right field. That ball headed toward the wall. That ball is out of here. Out of here. A game-winning grand slam home run off the bat of Robin Drive in the air to center field. Timo Perez jumps in the air, waiting for it to come down. Makes the catch. And the New York Mets are the 2,000 National League champions. Miami on his way to third. And they're going to wave him around. The ground misses a cutoff man. Shot into the plate. That bat of the game. There's a fly ball deep to left. It's on its way. There it goes. And the Yankees are going to the World Series. Aaron Boone has hit a home run. Behind the net. Sweet to the front. He's down. Mets home. Mets home. Mets home. The Mets home. And the Rangers have one more hill to climb, baby. But it's Mook and Cooper. The Rangers are headed to the final. Once again, it'll be a 3-2. The stretch and pitch swung on and popped up again off third. Hayes has room. Hayes makes the catch. Yankees win. The Yankees win. The New York Yankees have won the 1996 World Series. There's a snap. There's a kick. It is up. It is no good. Norwood missed. Four seconds left. The Giants have won Super Bowl 25. And the Cowboys with one and six ten seconds. Puck is dropped. The Cowboys control. That is all over. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. Something that most people did not think they would hear in their lifetime. Sports Heaven with Mark and Evan. Your source for all New York sports. 
before 7, which airs usually before us on Blog Talk Radio, 8 p.m. over at uh, their website, Sports Heaven with Mark and Evan. Uh, you can listen to us right after them for their doubleheader. I guess, Steve, we'll go into NFL picks now. Uh, just, if you want to know the standings, you just check them out over at our homepage. I did and, terrible today, I think. Uh, well, well, we'll look at that after. We'll, we'll make our picks for Week 9 first, and then we'll uh, recap uh, Week 8. But um, we have a time limit. I maybe have some people that want to call in and share their thoughts on stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we want to look back at um, this week. Uh, yeah, I think we both uh, didn't fare too well. Well, we did pick the Giants. The Jets. Did you pick the Jets? Did you, I, I picked, mean, the picked the Jets the and the Steelers. Oh, well, then you went one and one. Well, I went one and one with that. But I did uh, my upset was the Falcons over the Eagles. That didn't happen. Oh, that did not happen. I think I, I picked the Falcons, too, because I hate Philadelphia. So. <laughs> uh, we have an update here in the World Series. Okay. Solo home run for Carl Crawford. Uh, the Rays have cut the lead in half. It's now two to one. So top four uh, playing time. Since, uh, since Bartlett went deep in Game One, I think, right? Uh, Bartlett. Um. Bartlett home in Game One. And. Uh, well, that's right. No I don't think anybody home since. last night. It's been a struggle offensively. Ryan Howard home in last night. Well, the Phillies have been a struggle offensive, too, but the Rays Both have teams. Been. Like I said yeah, at the beginning, nobody scored over four runs in this World Series. This, this is the same Rays team that scored um, at least nine runs three times against the Red Sox in the ALCS. And, I mean, they can't hit, they're not hitting Phillies pitching at all. So. I mean, yeah, I, the Phillies have been very tough. Very tough. But maybe this is, maybe Carl Crawford gets them going now, uh, Offensively, I mean, I has Cliff Floyd gotten a single at bat yet in this? Uh, I don't know. Series? I mean, uh, well, if Cliff Floyd was playing in 07, Chavez would not have made that catch. We all remember that catch. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Uh, no, I, don't, no, I don't think Cliff has been much involved. I'm pretty sure he hasn't been. No, Floyd did have a home run uh, in the uh, ALCS, but I think Floyd, I mean, especially with, against the Phillies and against uh, against uh, with the pitcher spot. I mean, the Joe Man has got to pinch it and put Floyd in. And Floyd's a Floyd's a big bopper. He can uh, he can drive one out. So I don't know. I'm sure Floyd's very dangerous bat, but at the same time, uh, you know, you have Crawford, you have Upton, you have um, you know Baldelli. Gloria. Yeah, so not much uh, for uh, Floyd to get some at bat. Especially in the American League, where you don't need a uh, pinch hitter, but you're in Philadelphia, so actually you do need pinch hitting. So what am I saying? I have no idea what I'm talking about. All right, so you want to get back to the NFL picks here for uh, week what nine? Do do? Let's get back to the NFL picks here for week nine. All uh, right, we'll uh, we'll go right into the picks here. All right, week nine. <laughs> It is now time for the Docket NFL Picks, as Ace Man and the Quas go head-to-head each week picking the hottest NFL games.
All right, well, we're looking for our week nine pick here. Oh, we want to start with the uh, locals, the Jets and the Giants? Yes, we will start with the uh, local team. I will start that check in Buffalo next week. I'll start off uh, with my pick. And my pick is for the New York Jets to beat the Buffalo Bills in uh, Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo, of course, with the uh, attack, great offensive attack. Trent Edwards with uh, Lee Evans making up a great connection this year. Lee Evans already has over 650 receiving yards on the season. Marshall and Lynch have been a great season at running back. Of course, they're always a solid team, solid defense. But the Jets right now, they're due for a good game. They haven't had a good game in two weeks. Uh, I think the Jets come out with their A game and win by a field goal in overtime in Buffalo next week. Uh, see, in this game, I liked, uh, I liked the Bills. Uh, I mean, I don't think the Jets are going to win their fourth out of fifth game here. This is a big division matchup. Jets never usually fare well in big division matchups. Uh, the Bills, uh, well, they did beat Miami, but, I mean, Miami was, wasn't looking pretty good early on in the season. Buffalo today, I mean, you want to point a reason why they lost this game. Um, they didn't uh, obviously perform the way they performed in their first six, six games, and, and that is with their running game. They did not perform well in this game. Trent Edwards, uh, terrible, uh, 21 out of 35 in terms of completions, uh, was intercepted, didn't throw a touchdown. Uh, the, the running game, they were limited to um, 117 yards total offense. Receiving, they had a bigger game, but again, the running game is where they excel, and they didn't do a good job of that today. So uh, I, I got to go with that. But I think the Bills will uh, take care of the uh, Jets in which today's game. I think Brett Favre is not going to uh, I, th- I think the Jets will keep it close, but I think the Bills will. All right, well, uh, we'll see. I mean, we disagree on that, but we'll see what happens. Giants next uh, week, a uh, big, uh, big home game. Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys with Tony romo uh next week at the New York Giants. That's going to be a big game at the Meadowlands. So um, right now, I mean, um, I, you know, I think I've learned my lesson. Going into this week, even though Tennessee is a perfect 6-0, and I thought Pittsburgh was the best team in the NFL. The Giants made them look silly today. The score is much closer than the game was. The Giants dominated most of the game today. Uh, I'll pick the Giants over Dallas here without Tony Romo. I just don't. I don't think Dallas uh, is playing well enough right now. They don't have enough without Tony Romo at quarterback. Um, it's going to take a while for this uh, wide receiver tandem and quarterback to uh, come together. I just think the Giants will put too much pressure on Brad Johnson and win this game. Pretty well, easily, actually, I think. Well, Steven, unfortunately for the Giants. Uh, Jessica Simpson will not be in attendance uh, for this game because uh, it's at the Meadowlands, so the Giants can't use that to their advantage. Uh, and the Cowboys, of course, come in 5-3. and three. Romo, I mean, no Romo, but Brad Johnson, uh, not, not a good game today, but uh, Cowboys barely snuck this one out a couple of field goals. That's how they won it with Falk. Um, so we'll see what happens. I think the Giants' defense is too much for Brad Johnson. I, I mean, how much can you get with Marion Barber um, in that rushing game? So, I mean, let's see what – I think the Giants will take care of business. They, they've beaten the Cowboys uh, the last time they faced, of course, was the uh, mm-hmm. uh, NFC wild card game. And I think uh, they'll, they'll take care of business here and um, improve to 7-1, and, and the Cowboys will fall uh, two games back. So, 
Again, I, I'm picking the Giants over the, over the boys in week nine. Uh, let's get to the uh, next game here. You know, uh, what, what, what do we have, three more games? Uh, we have four more games. you want to pick the game? Or? Yeah, I'll pick the I'll, games. I'll pick uh, do, we have, do we have a call on the line right now, by the way? Uh, yes, we have a 516. you want to take a call? Or the uh, let's take a quick call in between our picks here. All right, 516 area code. That always seems to happen in the docket. You're on the Eastern Lacrosse. What's up? What's going on, guys? Yo, what's uh, going on, bro? All right, so I got a question. Um, I know that the Giants won their last two, but it seems that their offense has been a little shaky lately. Um, I know today they got a little lucky with the safety. Who knows what would have happened if they didn't. Um, do you really think that they have a good shot going into Dallas? Uh, well, listen to uh, well, the Giants right now have the best record in the NFC at six and one. Of course, Tennessee is six and zero, oh, but they are in the AFC, so it really doesn't matter to the Giants. Uh, but right now, well, today, um, offensively, they got their chances. Uh, they got to the goal line, but couldn't finish it. They're gonna have to finish it eventually if they want to have another successful season like last year. But uh, today, yeah. but like today, today. Uh, they, they did what they had to do to win the game. That's really all that matters. Uh, well, Steven, the team. Cowboys' defense is not as deep as the Steelers' defense. So, like I, I guess, you, you like got to realize also, Matt, the Steelers yeah. have the um, best defense in the NFL. So, I mean, yeah, uh, well, that's 21 true. points isn't terrible. That's true, but they struggled last week. And, for instance... Today they had about four chance they were in, they were in the red zone four cha- four times and they only scored once. You know, oh, yeah, they got one touchdown, one field goal out of their four chances, so that's definitely not enough. I agree with you in that standard. Pretty lucky, I think, actually, to get that win in Pittsburgh today. Yeah, well, big big win for them. And uh, all right, thanks, guys. All right, buddy, guys. all right, thank you, man. The only two teams who have beaten the Steelers this year are both in the NFC. So the Steelers seem to have trouble against NFC uh, offenses um, and defenses as well. Uh, of course, the Eagles beat them 15-6, to and I think that was in week three. And then the Giants, of course, today, given the Steelers their second loss. So the Steelers are 0-2 against the NFC. That could be a problem for them if they want to go into the Super Bowl. Uh, but again, that's of course way well. That's a long ways away right now. Long ways away, yes. The long uh, ways away. Uh, if you have no other callers, let's get to our third pick again. Just all right. Well, uh, the games that we're doing next week here. Uh, uh, uh give me one second here. Uh, we have uh, Indianapolis. Oh, we have uh, pardon me, a uh, Green Bay at Tennessee. What do you like in that game? It'll be the three and uh, actually the four and three Packers against either the seven and zero Titans or the six and one Titans, depending on tomorrow night. So the Titans, is this the Titans again too? Quas can't hear you on this phone. Again? Are you there, Quas? I'm here. You hear me now? Can't hear you, Quas. Well, I'll give you my picks first. You hear me now? You hear me now? You hear me now? Yes. Yes, you're better now. Uh, We'd like in this Green Bay-Tennessee game next week. Uh, Green Bay and Tennessee, Aaron Rodgers against Kerry Collins. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Titans. I think the Titans are going to get to 8-0. Uh, 
I think the Titans are having a tremendous year. Terry Collins has really rejuvenated that offense. I mean, Green Bay, it's going to be a shootout for sure. We know that. Uh, but I think that Terry uh, Collins just uh, has too many weapons uh, with his Titans here. And I think they're going to run over the Packers uh, and take this one. So I'm picking the Titans over Green Bay. What's your pick there, Steve? I agree with you as well. I think Tennessee gets a victory. Their running game right now is Chris Johnson and Lindell White. Very tar- very hard to stop. They have one of the best defenses in the NFL, if not the best. Tennessee clicking on all cylinders right now, so I'll pick them as well over the Green Bay Packers. So uh, I'll, I'll pick the next one here. Let's pick it up in the next next game. Uh, let's go with hmm, uh, Atlanta at Oakland. No, forget that one. Let's go with the um, the Patriots at the Colts. That's always a fun All right, well, that's your Sunday night football game next week. Uh, Brand-new Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. A rough start for the Colts. It'll either be 4-3 and three or 3-4, three and four, depending on tomorrow night's contest. And, actually, uh, we're going to have to give you a quick World Series update. Philly has broken this game open. Uh, it's 5-1. Oh, Guess who? Ryan Howard. Three-run home run for Philadelphia in the bottom of the fourth. Uh, one of those is, is this the uh, new Mr. October, Ryan Howard? One of those uh, Texans bank home runs, by the way, a third run left field. So Ryan Howard, a guy who's having three runs uh, in the uh, division in LCS, now comes away with a three-run home run. It's 5-1 Philadelphia, bottom of the fourth. This one's probably over, but we'll see. Tampa Bay has resiliency to come back in this game, but right now Philly up five to one. Getting back to the NFL picks now, New England in the, at Indianapolis. Uh, I do like Indianapolis in this game. I mean, New England five and two, but how long can they really survive on the King of the Castle and um, no Lawrence Maroney, no Sammy Morris? Uh, just tough with all these injuries. New England barely got past St. Louis today, and on the road, I think Indianapolis. He's going to start to play a little better. Uh, I like Indianapolis in this game by a touchdown. Uh, so, taking the Colts over the uh, Patriots. Again, yeah. I think it's the Matt Costa-led offense in New England. I mean, Manning is still Manning with uh, the Colts there. And of course, Marvin Harrison. they got a lot of weapons uh, up and down field. Uh, the Colts are probably going to want to win. Um, they're probably going to have more of a will to win. Uh, being that they're uh, playing 500 football right now and have had up and down weeks pretty much all year. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Colts here. I'll take the same pick as you. I think they'll beat New England. And, again, as I said before, I envision that, uh, well, I see that the Bills and and Patriots playing it out for the championship in the AFC East. So I'm going to go with the – What? We'll see what happens. I mean, the AFCs right now, first place and uh, fourth place are separated by two games. So, I mean, it's anybody's division right now. Um, final game for next week on our pick sheet, Pittsburgh uh, Steelers at Washington Redskins Monday Night Football uh, at FedEx Field in Washington. I'll take this pick first. Um, Pittsburgh, of course, as we've spoken about on the show, coming off a um, shaky game against the Giants. Uh, defense played pretty well for the most part, but the offense was nowhere to be found against a very good Giants defense. Uh, Washington with a uh, win against the Lions today in uh, at FedEx Field. 
Um, a win that they should have, that they did get, that they took care of. Washington playing very good football right now. Uh, this is a very tough game to pick, but I am going to go with the Redskins. I think there's a little bit of balance of power shift right now this year. I think the NFC is slowly catching up to the AFC as being a better conference. I think Washington is a very strong team, and I think they will continue their winning ways at home and beat Pittsburgh by six points. Uh, I agree with you. I think the Redskins are, I mean, I hate to pick uh, the Redskins here, uh, being an NFC fan, but i got to pick the Redskins in this game. I mean, just it's continued. Joe Zorn has done an incredible job uh, in rejuvenating this football team. Steelers, uh, again, uh, still coming in 5-2, and two, still coming in one of the best teams in the AFC and my favorite for the Super Bowl. Uh, but I think the Redskins are going to win this game. Of course, they had a nice win today. And I think they're going to continue their momentum, uh, and they're going to keep pace with the Giants. They beat Detroit, and they like beat Detroit. Detroit's 0-7 or 0-8, whatever. But uh, I think um, the Redskins uh, will take care of business and beat the Steelers. Again, they're at home, so uh, and they're on prime time lights. So I think they'll win this one, and uh, should be. And I mean, it's how, how, like how do you pronounce the uh, quarterback name for the Detroit Lions? Or Levisky? Or I guess. I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, you keep going around and around like a wheel with Or Levisky. I mean, uh, I mean, you don't know what the Lions are doing. Um, Owen, oh, uh, you want to have like a little side bet here? Quas? Say what? A little side bet here. I, who's going to win the game first, the uh, Lions or the Bengals? I mean, the Bengals are only. I think Cincinnati was off the schneid first. The Lions are just once the Lions start losing, I mean, they started last year. They were six and three, and then once they started losing, they never they never could win again. I mean, uh, you thought maybe the Bengals would have had a winnable game today against the Texans, but whole thirty five to six. I mean, the game was over in the first half. I mean, it's the curse of Ocho Cinco. I mean, he changes his name, and and the Bengals can't win. No, he didn't change his name. That's why they're not winning. He needs to put Ocho Cinco on the back. He needs to have fun again. He's not having fun anymore. Oh, I know. I mean, the TJ, I mean, they got the guy with the long name, TJ Humanzada, whatever his name is. And, I say Humanzada, uh, you say Humanzada. I say Potato, you say Potato. It's all the same thing. <laughs> and you got Carlson Paul. Uh, I mean, Carlson Paul is not even a quarterback anymore. You got uh, Fitzpatrick. Uh, it's the backup but Fitzpatrick. It's Jesse Palmer. I believe All right, but uh, those are our picks. Let's just recap real quick. Um, let's uh, see what are your picks. Let's go recap our week nine picks. And uh, so next week up. my picks were the Jets over Buffalo, uh, the Giants over Dallas, uh, Tennessee over Green Bay, uh-huh. uh, Indy over New England, and Washington over Pittsburgh. All right, I got uh, going backwards order there. I like the um, the Redskins. I like uh, the the uh, um, Colts. The Colts. I, I'm taking the Giants. I'm taking the Bills. And the other uh, fifth game. And you take Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee. So the only game we uh, disagree about is the Jet game. So, yeah, we're going uh, the same pick. So the Jets win. We'll, we'll probably be tied with the uh, with the lead. Uh, uh, so that was our uh, that was our uh, picks. Week For week nine. nine, brought to you by Ace Hardware. Ace is the helpful place. 
Ace Hardware, anything you can get at Ace Hardware store. And we'll be right back after this. What will recording your next project at Ground Crew Studios do for you? Your teeth will sparkle and your car will shine. The new Hattie and Accounting will take you out to dine. You'll never have to diet or exercise. You'll make big bucks and have smaller size. Get relief from the bloating of gas. Cut. Uh, prices, it goes together. Yes, it and, goes together. Let's try it again. How many crystals am I going to get? How many sides can I pick from? Five. Plus a drink and it only costs me? Five. That's what I like. The Speed Hit Show Pinks All Out is coming to Atlanta Dragway Saturday, May 10th. Let's get it on. Do you love your mattress? Love a good night's sleep? Then welcome to Boils and the Kingsdown Experience. Come on, Windex even cleans what the other stuff leaves behind. So? So, a bird could get hurt flying into a window like that? I'm Jeff Gordon. I drive for Pepsi. This is how I open it up. Husqvarna. Feel the power. God forbid a man gets to watch one damn race all the way through just once in his life. There's a place where the earth rolls, the pines sway, and the shadows stretch. It's a place called Pinehurst. Always had a hankering to play Pinehurst. There's always something new from Rubbermaid. At Carolina's Medical Center, we value the importance of your health. Come discover the real George Washington because he's alive again at Mount Vernon. Chinette, life is served. Ground Crew And Ground Crew Studios is your place for voiceovers. Uh, commercials and sound design. Check them out over at groundcrewstudios.com. Some of the great voiceovers that you hear on our show, um, there's the same guys that make that make them. So be sure to check them out. That's groundcrewstudios.com. Yeah, great website. Check that. Uh, check that out. Uh, we use uh, that website for our voice. Definitely, they make some uh, audio clips for us. You heard throughout our show, so be sure to check them out. Um, we got one minute left, well, a little more than one minute, so I guess uh, well, who do you think is going tomorrow in the Hard Rangers or Islanders? It's the first-place Rangers against the fourth-place Islanders. Uh, well, I'll give you a last update here on the World Series. Uh, another solo shot by Tampa, but now, I mean, uh, look, Eric Kinski got the solo shot, but uh, still uh, a long way from now, down 5-2. to two. Uh, the Rays. Oh, wow, one goal tonight, uh, three. So, tomorrow, I believe, I think the Rangers will get the win tomorrow. They're just playing better right now than the Islanders. And, uh, right now, hottest team in the Eastern Conference. Uh, you gotta think they would win, but in hockey, you know, any night, anything can happen. So, I mean, uh, it was just... I also people let people know for next show, uh, next week, November 2nd, some people will be taking an SAT then, but uh, I will as well. But uh, at night, 8 p.m., uh, or 9 p.m., we'll be back again for Sports Docket number 48. And Brian Bassett of the uh, New York Jets blog, thejetsblog.com, so also the official Jets blog of SNY.TV, will be joining us then So uh, at 9 p.m. So Brian Sports Bassett will be uh, show next week. Say again? Looking forward to that show next week. Definitely. It should be fun with the uh, Jets blogger on, talk some Jets football. 
Uh, we're going to have to close out now. Okay, everybody who tuned in, and no, no calls tonight. to say about that. But uh, I got a song to play. It's dedicated to New York Knicks. Um, All right, cool. Call. Next season Wednesday. I'm pumped up, man. Let's see what happens. New team. New team. Right, new team. All right, quad next week, and see you guys all next week. Have a great night. Peace out. But your love remains true